Welcome to the Happiness Experience Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Nittersom, and welcome to today's show. We're talking today about how acceptance makes us happier. Well, hello, everyone. Acceptance, that's a tall order sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true. You know, in a perfect world, others would just act and be exactly as we wish that they would be. Yeah, (laughs) never hatchy. Well, the world is not perfect, and people don't do this. So realistically, it's impossible to have that expectation. And that's probably where a lot of the disappointment comes about. Because we do have those expectations. And whenever you do, you're destined to be disappointed. Yeah, a good deal of the time anyway. So how we react to this truth that the world's not perfect and people won't behave either adds to or takes away from our personal happiness. So it either adds to stress or it adds to the side of happiness. And I guess that's really the long and short of this whole podcast is it is your own personal choice how you feel and how you act and then how much happiness you get in return. We're not saying that every relationship is workable. Sometimes even people that we love are not really good for us. But we are saying that even though we're familiar with bad bosses and bad love relationships, sometimes relationships do have an opportunity to work. That's what we want to talk about. Right. We don't really want to disqualify our friends over differences because that's not always wise. And my gosh, you end up with fewer and fewer and fewer friends. But here's some examples of some of the situations that you might find yourself in at one time or another in your life. Some of them can only be remedied by cutting the people out. Some could be remedied by just knuckling under being annoyed all the time. And some can be remedied by accepting those other individuals for who they are. But here's four quick little scenarios. Well, your friend wastes his money, then he freeloads off of others. Yet he's got a really big heart. He plays a mean guitar and he's funny. And you can't stop laughing when he's around. (laughs) So we like him and we like to have him over. But boy, oh boy. Sometimes it gets old, especially with all that freeloading. Well, she never plans ahead. She always asks for favors at the last minute. And it's really inconvenient a lot of the times because we have other plans. But on the other side, she's very generous and she's very affectionate. And she's certainly very good natured and she's great around the grandkids. So what do you do? He seems to always drop by unannounced when we finally carved out time for ourselves to watch a great movie that we've been wanting to see. And then he talks all the way through it while he helps himself to all of our snacks. (laughs) But he's got a great mind and he's got wonderful things to share. It's just kind of inconvenient. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lady Godzilla has just replaced your kind old boss who just retired. And now she's making everyone uncomfortable. But she seems to put complaints about you front and center and even before your whole team. 
Oddly, though, she's attempting to implement strategies that you have been promoting for years. You love the vision that she has for the company and for your team effort and your place in the company. What to do? What to do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to talk about that. We have four choices that we're going to suggest that you can implement. But first, we need to take a quick break to thank one of our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll talk about the four choices, what to do when you're faced with these kind of situations. We'll be back in a sec. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. Welcome back. Now, we do want to talk about the four choices that we have when we're faced with these differences. The first one is just straight talk. You can say something like, is there something that I could do to make things better between us? Is there something that you need that I'm not giving? Well, you or this job or this relationship means a lot to me. So what can we do to repair our situation? Both of us may have a lot to lose if we don't get this resolved. And I'm willing to work on this if you can meet me halfway. And boy, there's a bridge. Can you meet me Mm -hmm. halfway? (laughs) Now, maybe that won't work. That leads you to choice number two, which is disassociation. We can react by simply cutting someone out of our life. All of us have done that at one time or another. And sometimes we live to regret it. Sometimes we really miss out by choosing this path. We never really get to see their side of it, and we really never get to be understood or accepted for who we are either. And we really never learn to love ourselves fully, despite what they do and despite our cutting them out. That's never really a healthy situation for your emotions. It certainly doesn't really work on that whole area of forgiveness, which we covered in a previous podcast. And neither party gets to grow at all. You just simply part ways and miss out on everything you really could have contributed to one another had you given it a shot. (laughs) Right, exactly. Now, choice number three is unfortunately not that much better than choice number two, which was disassociation. Choice number three is dissatisfaction and discomfort. But you're not happy and they're not happy and it really hasn't fixed anything. So the things that you find annoying continue to keep you upset, and you continually try to change that other person to suit you, but they never do. They don't want to change. They haven't found any concrete reason why they should act differently. So you just end up making yourself frustrated when they don't change, (laughs) and then you blame them for all of your unhappiness. And you just get more and more angry and you stew over it. Oftentimes it erupts in all kinds of unusual ways, sometimes at the workplace, sometimes in your family life, 
sometimes in your religious life. So these are never good consequences. <laughs> this is what they call free-floating hostility. <laughs> <laughs> right. on, the, on the road, you know, yes. road rage oftentimes stems from that level of free-floating hostility. One thing about this is even if you can't resolve a situation, I'm pretty sure you're going to feel a lot better that you've at least got it off your chest. You've at least said what you think about the situation. You've at least tried then you know that you've done all you can, and you can walk away feeling better. Now, our fourth choice to suggest to you, and this is the one that we like the best. Now, before we get into the fourth choice, which is acceptance, we're going to break for our second commercial to thank our second sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to tell you what we feel about this choice and why we feel acceptance is the best. So we'll be back in a sec. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And we're back. Now, when we say acceptance, that may be a hard pill for some of you to swallow, especially if the situation is really difficult to deal with. But we do think that it is a powerful choice. It allows us to sort of separate our happiness from the choices that others are making. So if you got that Lady Godzilla boss and she is annoying the daylights out of you and she's picking you apart in front of your team, but she has a great vision for the company, you might be able to rise above her pettiness and over time find ways to help her learn some new habits while you are appreciating what she does for the company and for you in that regard as well. And you don't have to give up a really good job when it's hard to find jobs. Right. And I think that when you're operating this way, you absolutely have to give other people the freedom to be who they are. If she doesn't want to change, the only way you can deal with that situation is either to leave or if you accept staying there, which you may have to do. Maybe you need the money. <laughs> but if you do stay there, you can stay there with your own internal happiness intact. She doesn't have to determine your happiness. You can discover how multidimensional life will become at that point, and you'll be able to retain a whole lot more friends and resources. So imagine this scenario. While she's irritating the daylights out of you, you're helping the progress of the business and you're helping the business to grow, which helps your resume. So as you began to perhaps look for another job, you'll be a much better candidate. You won't show up as a person with this internal hostility, and you won't show up like a victim to your new possible employers. You're going to show up as a happy individual who is doing the utmost to advance the company's bottom line, and you will look like a person who merely wants to move themselves upward and onward rather than someone who has to get out of a stinky situation. <laughs> And we talked about one of the key things that you can do when you're faced with difficulty, and that's the straight talk. Sometimes just by asking questions, you learn why someone acts as they're acting. 
and you can figure out what to do about it. If you share your own desire to understand and to help, and you value that other person's outlook, then very often things have a way of turning around. Sometimes just showing appreciation for the parts that do work in a hard situation can begin to build a bridge. If you could try to respect that other person's position, like, say, walking in their shoes, for instance, then you might begin to understand how things are happening in the entire 360 viewpoint. And sometimes just not seeing that is what's missing as part of the solution. Sometimes we also see that we need to make a change, that we're rubbing them the wrong way, and we're unaware of it. We don't know that we're contributing this thing that's annoying them Uh, until we have that conversation. And yet, it may not be anything that you're doing personally. That person may have come into the situation and sized you up as a threat right off the bat, even perhaps sized you up as someone that they feel they need to get rid of if they're going to be successful in keeping their job. But in the end, you can win whether you leave or whether you stay. You can win by becoming the stronger of the parties. And especially if you're starting to seek interviewing other places, you want to be emotionally just as strong as you are physically and business-wise. Because people can tell when people are interviewing you, they can tell if there's a problem going on if there was a situation in your last job, or whether or not you're just moving for some better things in your life. Right. So make your move from a position of strength if you have to do that. So bottom line, people color our lives with all of their differences, but we often do have to compromise to get the most from our relationships. In the long run, we think it's probably well worth it. You can say to yourself, This person is worth it to me, so I accept and I learn. Well, accepting means to enjoy the diversity of the situation. Absolutely. We think that in relationships, acceptance goes a long way toward creating more happiness in your life. It helps you. It helps us. It helps everyone. It's okay for some relationships to be stopped by what we might have as deal breakers. Things like dishonesty, lying, stealing, or an ongoing total lack of integrity, respect, and kindness in the relationship. If you've talked it all out and you can't come to agreement, then you can split, but you can split with your head held high and know that it's something that you've chosen not to live with, and for good reason. But we sure do think acceptance is the harder choice, but perhaps the most growth will take place there. Again, we don't advocate that you become a doormat, and we don't advocate that you lay down and just take whatever, but we do think that before you make that total irrevocable choice, that there's a whole lot of things that need to be looked at, thought about, questioned in your mind. And one more thought I'd like to leave you with, and that is that if you're living your life in congruence, and that is you know who you are and you know what you're about, you're kind of radiating that kind of energy, then you're likely to attract those kind of things into your life that are in agreement with you. So you're going to experience this less and less often in life the more you become stronger in who you are and in your alignment with who you are. 
That's absolutely so true, and that's a corollary of the law of attraction as well. Well, Kira, I think that's the end of our podcast for today, and I hope our listeners got some handy tips about acceptance and how acceptance can make you happier. Oh, me too. I hope this helps everyone. I know it helped me to do a lot of research on this topic. All of us have things we have trouble accepting in life. That's our show for today. Bill and I want to thank you for listening to the Happiness Experience podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute, the Happiness Experience podcast. There you'll also find all of the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk podcast, the Healthy Tips podcast, the Love Stories podcast, and our two newest podcasts, the Happy Kids podcast, and today's podcast, The Happiness Experience. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcasts and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us your own happiness experiences so we can share them with our listeners on a future show. We'll even give you a plug. You can also like and message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kira and Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. 